0: Bruce Wayne was one of the richest men in Gotham City. He lived in Wayne Manor, above a secret cave. The Batcave. That's because Bruce was also Batman. It was a cold night in Gotham City. Police detectives Harvey Bullock and Renee Montoya shivered inside their squad car. They were not happy. A strange fog has covered Gotham the last three nights. The fog was very cold and thick, and every cop had to work long hours. Montoya's eyes grew wide. What was that? The ground. Shook. Good question. Bullock quickly wiped the window with a rag. They looked out into the soupy fog. What they saw was chilling. Very big creatures were coming at them from the mist. One huge beast stepped on the front of their car. It crushed the hood flat. Oh Bullock jumped from the car. Get
1: out, Montoya! That thing isn't going around us!
0: Montoya rolled out onto the cold street. She looked back to see the creature wreck her car. Then it went down the road. The two detectives rubbed their eyes. They watched the beasts disappear into the fog. The enormous creatures looked like mastodons. Giant sloths and woolly mammoths... But those prehistoric creatures had been extinct for thousands of years, since the Ice Age. As the mist rolled in for a third night, Batman the Dark Knight was in his batplane. He was flying over the ocean. Batman knew something was wrong. He had been checking the weather satellite all day. It was always the same, clear. But this fog was not natural. The fog was coming from the east. That part of the ocean was dotted with small islands. Maybe these islands held the answer to the fog. Sure enough, on one rocky island, he spotted a huge factory. Several smokestacks poured out big clouds of thick, cold, man-made fog. The only place to land was the factory's roof. Batman turned on the landing gear and set the plane down. He stepped outside the plane. Frost crunched under his boots. The smokestacks were covered with four inches of ice. Just then, Batman's radio buzzed. Commissioner Gordon was calling him. Batman, it's the craziest thing. We've been invaded by a pack of prehistoric animals. We need you. I'll be there in 15 minutes. Batman turned back to the Batplane. The mystery of the fog-making factory would have to wait. But he didn't reach the Batplane. Suddenly, a trap door in the roof opened under him, and he was falling. He landed on a cold, concrete floor. Ah, Batman, I thought that was you. Welcome. Batman knew that voice. It was Mr. Freeze. Batman got to his feet. What's this about, Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze was on a platform 20 feet above the ground, He looked down meanly at the dark night.
1: Revenge my old enemy for what has been done to my life.
0: Mr. Freeze was once a scientist named Dr. Victor Freeze. He did experiments in super cold temperatures trying to find a cure for his comatose wife, Nora. But a laboratory accident had changed him. He now needed to live in a special freezing cold suit. Dr. Freeze became Mr. Freeze. He turned to crime to pay for his plans to turn Gotham City into an icy, frozen land.
1: I'm sure you've heard about the strange creatures in your foggy city.
0: Mr. Freeze pushed a button on a panel. The lights inside the factory went on.
1: I was lucky to find my prehistoric friends during a recent dig in
0: Siberia. Ah. Batman looked around. He knew he would have to fight soon, possibly for his life, so he used this time to listen and prepare.
1: I was digging for a special diamond, the Soul Stone. It's the last piece I need for my laser pulse ice cannon.
0: Freeze pushed another button. Beneath him, the floor opened. A hovercraft rose to ground level. On it was a huge, dangerous-looking cannon.
1: One blast, and Gotham City will freeze forever.
0: He stepped onto the hovercraft.
1: However, I didn't find the soul stone. Just creatures frozen for thousands of years. Now they and my freezing fog will keep the police busy while I finally get my soul stone. By stealing it. An excellent gets back. How lucky for me. It's on display at the Gotham City Museum.
0: Mr. Freeze flipped a switch. A part of the wall to the outside opened. Batman ran after the hovercraft. Mr. Freeze flipped another switch. Another part of the wall opened. Out leapt two giant, snarling creatures. Sabre-toothed tigers. Farewell, Batman. Freeze steered the craft outside. The wall began to close behind him. Lay nice
1: my pets.
0: Now Batman was alone with the circling tigers. He stayed still. The tigers would leap at the slightest move. Batman reached slowly for his utility belt. That was all it took. A tiger roared and leaped. It hit Batman hard, knocking him backward. Batman backflipped away from the tiger's slashing claws. With his last flip, he leaped over the growling beast. The second cat was waiting. Batman was forced to kick it in the head. The tiger was briefly stunned. Then Batman ran as fast as he could toward Mr. Freeze's platform. But the tigers were faster. One of them slammed him down from behind. Batman rolled onto his back as the cat slashed at him with razor-sharp claws. Would that be the end of the dark night? In one quick move, Batman grabbed a mask and gas capsule from his utility belt. He covered his mouth and nose with the mask. Then he threw the capsule to the floor. A thick mist rose from the capsule. The two giant cats keeled over, then passed out. The knockout gas had worked. The sleeping tigers were now as harmless as kittens. Batman climbed to the roof. Mr. Freeze was way ahead of him, and Batman needed to get to the Batplane as soon as possible. Batman skidded to a stop on the icy roof. He saw that Mr. Freeze had done one last thing before escaping. The Batplane's engines were frozen solid, Mr. Freeze had planned perfectly. No one paid attention as he froze the Gotham City Museum's alarm system. Then he flew his hovercraft through the big doors of the museum's loading dock. Inside, Freeze found the soul stone. He had to be careful. If he set off a different special alarm, a cage would drop over the display case, and that would trap him. Luckily, a quick blast from his freeze gun silenced the alarm. The soul stone was his. Mr. Freeze smashed the glass display and grabbed the big diamond. With this, his cannon's laser would be much more powerful. Soon, Gotham City would be in ice forever. The soul stone was beautiful, as delicate as a snowflake. He held it up to admire it. And then, a batarang hit Mr. Freeze's wrist. The soul stone went flying. It was snatched from the air by a gloved hand. The villain was shocked to see Batman. The Dark Knight was riding one of Freeze's own woolly mammoths. I don't believe it. Batman almost smiled. There was no need to tell the villain the truth. When he saw the Batplane had been frozen, Batman had thought of another way to leave the island. Climbing into the cockpit, the dark night strapped on his back glider. Then he pulled the airplane's ejector seat lever. With a blast, he was shot straight up, high into the night sky. His back glider wings opened. As the wind filled them, he whisked toward Gotham City. During his flight, he called his trusted aide, Alfred. Alfred, prepare the barrel of sleeping gas. When he landed, Batman quickly found a fire truck. He then attached a hose to the knockout gas. Driving around town, Batman used the sleeping gas on all the giant prehistoric animals. Before long, they were snoozing peacefully in the street. He found the last mammoth outside the Gotham Museum, but his knockout gas was gone. Luckily, as millionaire Bruce Wayne, Batman had ridden elephants many times on a safari in India. Batman rode the huge beast into the museum, and that's when he met up again with Mr. Freeze. But Mr. Freeze didn't even wait for an answer. He raised his freeze gun and growled.
1: You've been so worried about my big freeze gun. You've forgotten about this little one.
0: Mr. Freeze shot Batman with a blast from his freeze gun. Batman was trapped from the shoulders down in solid ice. He fell to the floor at the mammoth's feet. The soul stone dropped to the ground. Mr. Freeze snatched it up and returned to his ice cannon.
1: Once the gem is in place, I will be unstoppable.
0: Batman had to act quickly. He rolled his ice-covered body into the mammoth's foot. The creature lifted its foot and then stepped on him, cracking open the ice. Before the beast's foot could hurt him, Batman quickly rolled out from under it. Mr. Freeze was fitting the diamond into his cannon. Batman jumped across the room, tackling the villain. The startled Mr. Freeze struggled as Batman quickly tied him with his bat rope. Batman plucked the soul stone from the ice cannon. Freeze's plot was over. Later, Batman, now dressed as Bruce Wayne, and Alfred sat by a crackling fire in the parlor of Wayne Manor, They watched the fog outside the windows slowly disappear. Batman had made sure Mr. Freeze was safely with the police. The deadly ice cannon was in pieces. Then Batman had returned to the island and destroyed Freeze's fog factory. I heard the prehistoric creatures have found a new home in the Gotham Zoo. A fine and chilly night's work, Master Bruce. Yes, Alfred. Alfred.
1: But nothing warms me more than knowing Gotham City is safe.
0: This audio drama is produced by New Creative. And features the voice talents of Brett Solferino, Ken Ormiston, Erin Rementer, and Jacob L. Skropka. This audio drama is based on a short story written by Jesse Leon McCann and was adapted, directed, and edited by Tim Maxwell. Batman created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. Based on characters appearing in DC Comics.